Hi, Emily. My name is Alexandra. Here's my question. Your guests often mention they think we should all be financially educated from an early age. How do I educate my children as young as four and nine years old? Are there any good habits I can instigate through a game? Is keeping a piggy bank a good idea, for example? Thank you so much. Hello, I'm Emily Bellet, founder of Vespod and author of You're Not Broke, You're Pretty Rich. And you're listening to The Wallet. Every week, we give you the best tips, guidance, and a good dose of inspiration and motivation to manage your money better. Today's question is from Alexandra, who asks us about teaching children about money. For this episode, I speak to Helen Driver, Director of Collaboration at MyBank Charity, ex-fund manager and longtime Vespot friend, who shares her three tips to help children develop better money habits, from integrating money into daily conversations, using pocket money, and paying more attention to our own attitudes to money. I'd also just like to say a quick thank you to our sponsor, PensionB. PensionB has helped over 600,000 savers be pension confident. It enables savers to take control of their finances by helping them transfer their old pensions together into one simple online plan. With PensionB, you can manage your pension in a few clicks, check your real-time balance, see your projected retirement income, and set up contributions and withdrawals. Plus, you'll get human support from your very own UK-based account manager, who has PensionB calls them Beekeeper. You can sign up to PensionB today with the names of your old pension providers in just five minutes. And if you're self-employed, you can start a new pension from scratch. As always with investments, your capital is at risk. We are not certified financial advisors. Information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. Today, we have a question from Alexandra, um, and I think a lot of us with children or those who want to have children, they're wondering about, okay, money, um, how is that going to help our kids? Because money habits are set from a very young age. So where do we even start? And that's why I wanted to ask you your top tips about helping kids manage their finances. And it's a, it's a great question that Alexandra's um uh, has asked. And I think, she's, I think she said her children were between the ages of about four and nine. Um, and that's a really interesting, uh, a really interesting age because I'm sure you've read and seen the studies which uh, talk about uh, children's habits and behaviours towards bit money being set from as young as seven. So, if if they're beginning to form at the age of seven, in actual fact, you know, talking to children as young as three and four, um, it it might sound really um, difficult, or you know, it might sound too young. But actually, the sooner you can start. Um, the better. Now, I think the main tips we would have, and we, and as I say, we talk to um, children uh, of, of, uh, right across the age spectrum from five to twenty-five. But when we're talking with the really young children, sometimes we're not even talking about money. We're talking about choices. We're talking about situations like going shopping. So you're in you're in the supermarket. You're in the store, and you have a choice, and you have a choice between two different items. Um, and it's 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 not necessarily giving the children and putting uh, giving the children money or putting money into the children's hands. It's just asking them questions. It's having a conversation about um, which product would you choose. So um, I'll give you an example. Actually, I'm going to give you an, I'm going to use the example of ice cream. Um, now you might it might sound old fashioned, but the ice cream van may come round to your house. And Always. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you hear the bell, you hear the jingle, uh, and the kids sort of want to rush out. Now, the, the ice cream from the van may cost £2.50, but you have a choice. The, the shop is 15 minutes walk away. And if you buy the lolly in the shop, it might be £1.50. So you have to walk 15 minutes to get it, but it's a cheaper, cheaper product. So it's it's these sort of funny little day-to-day conversations as they present themselves. Or as I say, in, in the supermarket, you you might ask your kids, which do you prefer? We, You know, some of the supermarkets, we have our um, value brands, we have our better and we have our best. Um Ask them which, you know, there's a different in, difference in pricing. There's the cheap product and there's the more expensive product. You know, what do, what do they value? What choices would they be making? Now, that might sound a bit grand for a three or four-year-old, but if you start to talk about would you rather, how much does it cost, just these, just these sort of little prompts in conversation. So it doesn't have to be a big discussion. It's not about sitting down and looking at textbooks or... Um, not necessarily even playing games, but just introducing these um, ideas about cost and choices. Um, it is really budgeting 101 at a very, very young, yeah. very young age. And uh, and the concept of delayed gratification also is maybe included in in that. But maybe we'll talk also about the emotions around that and how kids can react or you know how you can. I mean, there's no right or wrong way. Yeah. That's what you were telling me before the episode. Um, so maybe after your after your tips, we will talk about the, okay. the mindset. That's good. Good. I think the second the second tip is, and this will come as no surprise, is pocket money. Um, and a, again, a question people often ask is how much and the truth is um there is no right or wrong i mean obviously um uh your, your own personal circumstances come into this but but also with pocket money i think sometimes there's this tendency to think about pocket money and saving and you know we've all got the image of the piggy banks or it might be a, a, a digital app now on, on on a phone but actually pocket money shouldn't just be about saving it should be about spending and experiencing and making mistakes and learning from those mistakes as well. So um, undoubtedly, pocket money is a really powerful tool um, for learning about money um, and sort of learning about what's important um, to a child with money. I mean, you might have a natural saver, you might have a natural spender. But as a parent, don't worry too much. Let them let them do, let them experience, let them make the mistakes. Because when, when you're talking about pocket money, you're talking about s- small amounts. It's not life-changing at this stage. It's very different when, you know, you get to our age and you're talking about credit cards and mortgages and how it can all go wrong. Um, it's really important to let them let them play, actually, play with that pocket money. Um, and for and- like a four-year-old kid, can you start giving them something, like a few, you know, one pound here and there yeah, or it how could, does it could it... be that I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be formalized it yeah. could be you know when you're out in the shop um I, I you mentioned the idea of um uh, delayed gratification but uh, but also there's I'm very conscious as uh, as a parent when you go shopping with the kids so often they'll be sort of tugging on the yeah. tugging on your leg you know can I have this can I have that and perhaps the way to deal with it is is, is a form of pocket money and you know you say this is your pound. We're going shopping. This is your pound. You're free to spend it as you yep. as you wish. But you're sort of t- you're taking control. You're setting the you're setting the rules of the game, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, so that would be a, a really good way to sort of um, preempt, I guess, the, 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 the nagging and the whining and the please can I have mum and dad um, type of questions. Um, so as I say, pocket money, it doesn't have to be, there's, there are no rights and wrongs. So it's not about three pounds or five pounds every week or every month or anything like that. There, there, there's other ways that you can introduce it. Um, and, and as I say, set, set some boundaries. But you start, I mean, for me as a parent, you already start to see like comparison and FOMO and fear of missing out from the kids, you know, from birthday parties, because you, I mean, I don't give <laughs> pocket money, but then I see other kids who have pocket money. So my kids come back to me and they complain because they want pocket money. Or they said, you know, I went to this birthday party and they had like 30 presents. Why do you, you don't want me to have so many presents? So how do you deal with, with this as a, as a parent? And and don't feel that you know you're being too tough on your kids or actually you know giving them too much yeah i th i mean I, i i think the truth is it's really hard i mean let's not pretend this is an easy conversation <laughs> to have but perhaps it's just explaining the boundaries you know it's sort of um i know with my own children i often sometimes have to remind them that um while we can't spend money or i'm afraid you're not having money for this do you remember last week when you know we had the trip to the cinema and you had the big bucket of popcorn and the, the giant and coke <laughs> and every, everything else so so much of this actually comes down to a conversation um and and actually explaining children children are like sponges as you know and they um i i think sometimes we underestimate what they can understand so if we explain to them why so it's not just a case of saying no but we explain explain to them why the answer on this occasion is no um and it may be because they had something last week or it may be that you know money's just a bit tight or you can't always have everything you know if you give them a simple explanation um it's not always going to work but actually if if they hear that repeated time and time again you know that starts to sort of filter in to their thinking and their consciousness and to be honest that's really the third tip it's it's about and I think it's it, it, this is it, this comes from the question the question was you know how should I be thinking about um, educating my own children about money the question from Alexandra and actually the fact that she's even asked the question yeah. is amazing because that shows that Alexandra is aware she's already thinking about it and and really the third tip is to have that awareness of your own behaviors and your own actions um and children do learn by watching and listening and copying uh, the behaviors that they see around them so if you are someone who um is uh constantly Um, out in the shops coming back with bags there's there's if you have no sort of self-control yourself it probably won't come as a huge surprise if your children start to sort of copy and replicate yeah. some of those behaviors so um having that awareness um about yourself and your own behaviors and your own um attitudes to money is is really really important 
Yeah, and it's stuff you don't necessarily realize, but the kids are asking, what are all these packages in the entrance? Why did exactly. you receive so many? Who is, who is that from? Is there one for me? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So they are, they're looking and they're listening and they're learning from you. So um, I, that's, and that's probably the most important um, message, I think. And, and so often, and I've heard guests on your own podcast, you, you often ask them, you know, what, where did you... Um, sort of what are your first experiences of money who did you learn from and so often people will say I actually learned from my parents or my carers or and and th these attitudes and behaviors are formed at a very very young age so yeah they're, they're watching so, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> be make, careful yeah make sure you're setting a good example <laughs> <laughs> and uh, order your deliveries um, in the office and not, not at yes home. <laughs> Helen, do you have a final word or final tip or any anecdote um, around managing yeah, money? As, as I say, I think uh, it, it's about talking. It's about being very aware of um, what you're doing in, in your own life and uh, uh, understanding that young children are sort of watching and, uh, and learning from that. I mean, if you do want to go down a more sort of formal educational route, Um, there's there's great books, there are great games, and of course, an, an organisation like our own, like my bank, we do have online learning resources. So we have um, a programme for um, key stage one children, as young as key stage one, so this is sort of um, from the age of five. And we uh, start to introduce money using a character, a uh, Savasaurus. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, there's fun ways um, of... Um, introducing money with as I say more formalized educational material and resources so if anybody's interested in that do check it out on the my bank website so yeah there's there's different ways to do it I would always say any when it comes to any form of parenting there is no right or wrong um, <laughs> uh, and I, I certainly don't profess to have got everything right with my own um, teenage children Um, so, so don't beat yourself up about it, but, um, you know, do have that awareness and, and, and do be open and do talk. Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Wallet. Every other week, I answer your questions about money on the show. So to get involved, remember, you can send me your questions and comments via hotline to podcast at vespot.com. And if you send me a voice note, you may even get to hear your voice on the next Hotline episode. Now, can you please share this show with your friends and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform? Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It literally takes a few seconds, but it really helps people find our show. And I invite you to join us again on Monday for a surprise episode of The Hotline for Valentine's. And we have a very special guest. And also next Thursday for another episode of The Wallet with the Albright founders, Debbie Vosco and Anna Jones. <laughs>